from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. If you enter into retirement without a plan for income, you're not retired. You're simply unemployed. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. On this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast, our objective is clear. I want to be sure that our listeners are not chasing returns. I want to be sure that our listeners are not out seeking the highest rate of return possible without first understanding exactly what it is they need the stock market to do for them. And with that, we introduce a few stories, a couple analogies, and of course, we do our pause for positivity to give some insight. This is a show that was taped right around Christmas season, sent out to our radio listening audience. If there is anything we can do for you as you are listening to this podcast, we want to extend our services to you as an offer to sit down with someone on our team. We impact people around the country with our message. We have recently went to national branding where we are helping individuals just like you all around the country with either an in-person or a virtual set-down with an advisor. 270-600 plans, how you can get that process started. But if you're just here to listen to a good show and you've picked this one, we hope you enjoy this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. Good morning to you. I hope you are doing well and you are ready to start discussing all things Retirement Matters. Before we get to pause for positivity this morning, I want to ask you a question. And to ask you this question, I've got to tell you a real quick story. So here we go. I want to imagine that you are at home and you decide to go for a run and you run a certain piece. You take a left. You run a certain piece. You take another left. You run a little distance there. You take another left and you're on your way back home. When you get home, you see two masked men. I want to ask you this question. Who are those masked men and what are they doing? Now, let me run through that one more time. And then we're going to talk around this after the pause for positivity. I want you to imagine that you're at home. You run a piece. You turn left. You run a little distance there. You turn left. You run the same distance. You turn left. You run that distance home. When you get home, two masked men, who are they and what are they doing? All right, let's go to our pause for positivity this morning. The pause for positivity is intended to get us thinking about positive things. Too much negativity in this world. I can think of nothing more positive than Christmas right around the corner. It is the time of celebration. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas this week. Uh, Depending on what station you listen to, this could be your last episode of 2024 that you hear Most of our listening audience across South Central Kentucky, North Central Tennessee, you're going to get one more time of this particular episode in 2023, and then we're coming to you in 2024 with a new format, which I think you will enjoy. But 
we are up on the Christmas season, and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, I am a Christian. I believe wholeheartedly that the Son of God came to this earth with one mission, and that was to die for my sins. He was beaten. He was persecuted for my transgressions. He was uh, given stripes for my healing. This, This is what I believe. And the thing is, although that's an Easter story, and this is a Christmas story of his birth, his birth means nothing without the completion of his mission. And I couldn't help but think for this Pause for Positivity this week that we should use him as an example when it comes to living for others, but not allowing others to tell you how to live. You see, Jesus came to this earth with a mission from his father, from his heavenly father, and he knew what his destiny was. He knew where he was headed in life. And he did not allow anyone that was a naysayer, anyone who was a critic, anyone who thought differently or poorly of him than he knew of himself to deter the way he lived his life. And if we're not careful with all of the negativity in this world, with everything that's going on, if you turn on social media, if you turn on mainstream media, if you listen to uh, the wrong types of radio, you could very easily hear nothing but negative news. And that will impact you. But just like Christ did, he came to die for sin. He came to infuse light into this dark world. I believe we each have the power to help impact others in a positive way. We're going to impact people whether we want to or not. We are going to impact someone, whether that's your children, your grandchildren, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles. We're going to impact someone. And in this season, we have a tendency to impact more people than ever before because we're around a lot of the people who either look up to us or just look to us in some capacity. This is where we can positively impact people in their life, say a good word, do a good act, make sure that you are empowering them to go out and change the world. The last few Pause for Positivities have been all about, it may not change the world with one action, but one action replicated over and over will change the world, at least the world you live in. So I want you to remember this and challenge yourself to live for others without allowing others to determine how you live your life. And there is a fine line there. You can go through life thinking, I don't live for anybody but myself. And that is probably the wrong attitude to have. At the same time, you can't go through life just seeking to please everyone around you. So there's a fine balance. And if you look at yourself and you you do some introspection, you may be able to see that you are allowing maybe certain situations to be governed by other people. You may be able to see that some of your uh, lack of happiness or joy could be because you are allowing others to tell you how to live, what decisions to make. And there's a difference in that and living for others, air quotes. So let's do that this week. Let's go through this world and in whatever capacity we interact with individuals, Let's make sure that we're confident in who we are. And maybe it starts now. Maybe this, is a, maybe this is a resolution for you. I'm not a big New Year's resolution fan, but maybe this is what you decide in 2024 
I'm not going to be arrogant about it. I'm certainly not going to forget my fellow man, but I refuse to allow my life to be governed by people around me who do not mean me well. And too many people in this world allow that to happen. Uh, Whether that's because of a self-limiting belief or that's because of some sort of abuse that you've went through, there are ways to break out of that. And I want to challenge you to do that while still making sure that we are impacting those around us in a positive way, a.k.a. living for others. So there you have it. That's our pause for positivity, a little introspection this week. We're going to look inward. We're going to uh, examine our processes, our emotional thought processes, the way we believe about ourselves. Our, our psychological well-being is important, and we must continue to grow inwardly if we want to help change the world person by person. We're going to a quick break. When we come back, we're going into more retirement matters. And, and you may ask yourself, how does this matter in retirement, Dale? A positive outlook will shape the way your retirement plays out. I'm confident about it. And whether you are in retirement, approaching retirement, or you're 35 years from retirement, I think it's necessary to have just a little bit of positivity. And I hope, if anything, this section brings that to you each and every week. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. Be sure you have your answer to the question of who the masked men are and what they're doing. You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, serving the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. We are happy that you're listening in and hope you find value in this week's episode. If you'd like to listen to past episodes and find exclusive content and full-length interviews, search for the Retirement Matters Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice or visit us online at rdswealth.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. That website again is rdswealth.com. Unfortunately, for many retirees, they're simply trading in the stress of work for the stress and worry about their financial future. At R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, our goal is to help build you a retirement plan that provides a smooth transition away from the time clock and into the time of your life. So even if you're still waiting on work retirement, we want to help you retire now from the worry of retirement funding. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. All right, welcome back to the show. If you missed the beginning of the show, you missed the little riddle that we put forth at the very beginning asking you this question. Who are the masked men and what are they doing? So let me go through that real fast for those who are just tuning into the show. If you haven't heard this, we're going to recap it real fast. Uh, I want you to imagine that you've left home. You've ran a distance from home. You take a left. You run the same distance in that direction. You take an immediate left. You run the same distance in that direction. You take an immediate left. And now you have formed a square on your way back home As you are running home, you see two masked men at home. I want you to tell me who those masked men are and what are they doing. 
Now, I can imagine that you've came up with your answer. You probably have that down right now. Maybe you wrote it down. You're thinking about it. The answer to that question is those two masked men are umpire and hind catcher, and they are playing baseball. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm imagining that you probably didn't have that as your answer, or you already knew the answer because you had heard this before. One of those two things likely happened. It's very unlikely that someone thought baseball and then high catcher and umpire. Why? Because of the way I presented the information. And I may, I may have startled you a little bit coming off with that at the very beginning of the show. So you were kind of unaware and you were caught unaware with this information. And you may be thinking right now even, okay, Dale, yeah, baseball, umpire, that's, that's cute. But why exactly are you telling us that? Uh, why are you taking the time out of the day to tell us about this on a Retirement Matters show? Here's why. What's going on in the market right now is very similar to what you did in this story. In this story, you made an assumption and came to a rationale and a decision or even a conclusion on who these two masked men were and what they were doing based off of the information you had. You likely, just like myself, when I first heard this, were thinking, okay, I'm running from home, so I'm on a nice jog. I can picture myself in tennis shoes and maybe some shorts, and I'm taking a jog, and I've got earbuds in. I'm listening to music or podcasts, whatever it is. I take a left. Yeah, no big deal. At the 90 degree, the next turn left, I take it, and then I take another left, and I take another left. Now I'm headed back home. I'm sweating, and I see these two masked men. Well, immediately, I think robbers, thieves, people breaking in. Where are my valuables? Where are my family? Where where are my kids? What's inside? Do I need to rush in or do I run away and call the cops? This type of rationale is what I'm going through because it's what I would be related to. You may have very similar rationale. You may have interpreted that entirely different, and you may have come up with something much different than baseball, umpire, and hindcatcher. However, if I had given you a little bit of information at the very beginning of the story and said, okay, I want you to imagine you're playing baseball, and you decide to run from home. As you run from home, you run a small distance and you take a left You run that same distance and you take another left. You run the same distance, you take another left. And on your way back home, as you approach home, you see two masked men. What are they doing and who are they? You have the answer immediately knowing it's the hindcatcher and the umpire. Why? Because of the small amount of information that you gathered at the beginning that wasn't there the first time. And this is what's taking place in the stock market right now with assumptions of what 2024 will do based off of the small amount of information we have been given by the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve comes out and says, we are going to cut interest rates perhaps as many as three times in 2024, and everyone starts to buy because they're afraid of missing out. This is called the fear of missing out by. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. And what often happens after the fear of missing out by is a fear of losing it all sale. Everybody buys at the high point, and when the market actually takes a correction, well, everyone wants to sell. And you've lost money in the process. You know, people are making assumptions without even having all of the information. And it's not good for those who are trying to retire. 
and their advisors are perhaps doing the same thing. If you're close to retirement, you're entering into retirement income phase. And what do you mean by close, Dale? I mean, if you're 10 years or less from retirement, you need to be thinking about income. And you really can't stomach any kind of drastic losses in the market. Here, here are a few things that are staggering. The statistics are pretty amazing about the lost decade. I want to tell you about the lost decade. In order to do this, I've, I've got to be able to teach you what the lost decade is first. So, so what is the lost decade? Well, the lost decade is a period of time in the stock market that we refer to, a 10-year period of time where you would have lost money had you have invested in that. That lost decade starts December 31st, 1999 and runs through December 31st, 2009. At that period of time, you could have been down as much as 25 to 3% having invested money over a 10-year period of time. It doesn't happen very often. And the stock market generating those negative returns happen because of what we call mama bear and papa bear. A downward-moving market is called a bear market. An upward-moving market is called a bull market. Here's another little tidbit for you. Their down markets are called bear markets because bears attack downward. The up market is called a bull market because bulls attack upward. They attack with their horns in an upward fashion. So we have this bear and bull uh, argument on a daily basis, and some may even call it a battle. There are a lot of things that represent the stock market with the bear and the bull, and they're constantly wrestling one another. But when a, when a market is down for a consistent period of time, we would consider that a, a bear market. And 2000 to 2002 would be certainly considered a bear market. We call that mama bear. That was when the dot-com crash took place, when every company that had a website and a stock option to buy, people were buying it. Because, well, if they have a website, they must be legitimate. In 1998, 1999, we saw this complete bubble form, and then it popped in 2000, and people lost a lot of money because they had played the stock market. But then we get to 2007 when things had started to recover from the 2000 crash, and due to a buildup of predatory lending practices by banks around the world, we saw one of the worst housing collapses of all time. And this affected not only people in Wall Street, but it affected people on Main Street. People that just had homes were affected. You didn't have to have money in a 401k or an IRA. You didn't have to have extra money in an investment account somewhere. If you had a home, you were affected. One way or another, everyone felt the 2008 crash. 2008, 2009, things start to return. And since then, we've had pretty smooth selling. But I'm telling you, there are things in the water right now that are reading a lot of what happened in 2000. And I'm concerned that a lot of people are buying these stocks right now because they're afraid the train's leaving the station and they want to make sure they get on it. Fear of missing out. 
this lost decade, during this period of time, the people who perceive to know things, oh, they're analysts. They know. They study every single day. I mean, I've been on the television. I have talked about stocks on TV. I have talked to people in Nashville on the news about what to do with their money. But I'm telling you, everything we say on the news or in person is based off of the information we know. And sometimes analysts are so confident in what they quote unquote know that they will make these bold assumptions. But the reality is analysts are wrong as many times as they're right. And predicting the direction of the market, some may say, is absolute folly. As a matter of fact, in this period of time, this 10-year period of time in the lost decade, over 70% of all analysts who decided to determine which direction the market would go, up or down, they had a 50-50 shot. And 70% of them were wrong every single year. Every single year, over 70% of the analysts were wrong. There was only 10% of the analysts who got multiple years in a row correct. And none of the analysts who mentioned anything on, on nationally publicized media, none of the analysts received more than four correct answers in that 10-year period of time. All they had to do was tell you whether or not the market was going up or down. 50-50 chance. It's not like they were picking individual stocks or they were telling you whether value was better than growth or whether commodities would be the next thing or whether energy was the next thing or technology. They literally had to tell you up or down. They were wrong over 70% of the time and the very best of them all got it right four out of 10. That's something you need to keep in mind when you are talking to anyone who is telling you what stock to buy or where to go. I'll tell you this, at RDS Wealth, we are certainly not afraid of the stock market. We believe that the stock market is a powerful tool that can be used to generate a lot of wealth for you. We use it in a way to manage your wealth and make sure that your wealth turns into income for you in retirement. But we are not And we never will be a firm that resides solely on the stock market. And if the stock market has a bad day, you have a bad day. That's not who we are. At RDS Wealth, we know. We know that there are ways to make money when the stock market is good and not lose nearly as much money when the stock market is bad. We are coming off of a really nice year. This most recent week, Thursday, was wild. It was all over the place. Right at the end of the bail, things happened that caused the market to trade down. But for the most part, we are really close to where we were at all-time highs. And if I'm able to paint a picture for you on the radio, I want you to think of this V that starts on the left hand of the V at the high point of 2021, goes to the low point of 2022, where the market just about collapsed, and then up to 2023. A lot of people felt as if the market did collapse in 2022 because they lost a lot of money. And the closer you are to retirement, the more that hurts you. What happened, Dale? Well, what happened was interest rates started going up in conjunction with all the things that happened in Russia and Europe and everything that was taking place. Interest rates going up made these high-flying tech companies become less valuable. And in the face of and in spite of interest rates staying where they were, 2023, we've somehow rebounded 
But now that we're hearing the Fed say we may cut rates, we are doing exactly what each of us probably did on this baseball story and assuming we have all the answers. We're jumping on the bandwagon of the stock market. And it's not the right thing to do for everybody. So I can hear people saying, well, Dale, if you're telling me I can't be in the stock market, how am I supposed to retire the way I want to? And my response to that is simple. You don't have to be directly in the stock market or picking individual stocks each and every day, making trades, acting like the wolf of Wall Street to be able to retire successfully. But you do have to use the stock market in the right ways to build the retirement of your dreams. We're going to go to a quick break and we're going to talk more about that in just a few minutes in ways you can understand when we come back. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. All right, welcome back to the show. We've got just a few minutes to get through what I think is a very important piece of this show, and it is how should you be investing in these times? And to answer that question, I'm going to pose a question to you. If you're asking the question of what should I be doing, Dale, it's very similar to this. Imagine that I stood you in front of two vehicles and I said either of these two can be yours. Either of these two vehicles can be yours today. You can't resell them, but you can use them absolutely free. Absolutely free of charge, I can give you option number one, which is a beautiful red Ferrari. High speeds, 290 miles per hour. Manual transmission. Will do anything you want it to do. Go as fast as you want it to go. Option number two is this navy blue Honda Odyssey. Top speed, 100 miles an hour. Capacity, eight. Fuel economy, 32 miles to the gallon. You tell me, which vehicle do you choose? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if that were posed to you, you would likely take inventory of what's going on in your life. If you're a 45-year-old single man, I have absolutely no doubt on which one you're picking. If you're a uh, 42-year-old mother of three, married, I'm pretty confident I know which one you're picking. If you're a family man and you have four children, I know which one you're picking. If you are a grandmother who likes to take her grandchildren to soccer practice, I know which one you're picking. Are either of those wrong? Is the red Ferrari wrong? Is the is the navy blue Honda Odyssey wrong? Neither of those are wrong. Why? It depends on what you're facing in life. It depends on what you need it to do. A vehicle is a utility. And if utilized correctly, it can accomplish things that you need it to accomplish. If you're a 35-year-old male with four children and you need a vehicle and you select the Ferrari, not only are you selfish, (laughs) you're also going to have a really hard time accomplishing what you're trying to get done. And so many times we see analysts and financial advisors alike, who are out here saying, look at how fast this vehicle is, a.k.a. look at how amazing this stock grows. 
when in reality, the amount of income and dependability of that stock is very low. And that type of stock or that type of investment in the stock market is not the right type of investment. It's not bad. It's not wrong. It's just not right for them. And so how is it possible for an investment advisor to tell you which stock to buy without first building the plan? Yet we see so many advisors who have never put a plan together, never discussed what's necessary in retirement income, and they're making recommendations with no target in mind. We've said it before. If I give you a rock and I ask you to throw the rock at a target that's five feet in front of you, there's a good chance, no matter how physically impaired you are, you're hitting this target. Conversely, if the target is invisible, no matter how physically fit you are, you're going to miss the target. You can't see it. This is what's taking place behind the scenes with so many people who are trying to retire the way they desire. Their advisors never taking the time to build the plan. And that is why at RDS Wealth, we sit down with you first to discuss where you need to be. And from there, which investments are necessary to accomplish your objectives become much more clear. Are we going to have bad days in the market? Of course we are. But what I want to make sure of is that when the market is down substantially, you're down very little. And when the market is up substantially, you're taking as much of the upside as you need in that market movement. The market is a tool. It should not be something you go all in on, nor should it be something you look at as a casino, hoping to make double-digit returns in one day. See, in our, in our ability to generate this plan, we then have a target of what income needs to be generated and how much rate of return is necessary to make sure that that money lasts as long as our clients are around on this earth. If we have a 4% targeted rate of return as a need, then we're not going to be out risking your money trying to earn double-digit returns because those double-digit returns come with a great amount of volatility. And with volatility comes stress. And our objective at RDS Wealth is to extract the stress out of your retirement, allowing you to worry more about who you're going to spend your money on, where you're going to spend your time, and who you're going to spend your time with, and less about looking at the stock market every day. All right, that is our show this morning. I appreciate you tuning in each and every week. We've got Christmas coming up. Merry Christmas to you. My goodness, the year has flown by. We've got one more show for most of you. Uh, in this 2024 year. Some of you will catch that show right at the new year. So either way, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year if I don't get to talk to you before then. We love working with the people we work with. If you would be interested in talking to anyone on our team, 270-600-PLAN, we can set you down with an advisor on the team and make sure that your retirement is headed the direction you imagine. 270-600-7526. Until we talk to you again, whether it's in person or on this show, always remember, save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless.
Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie Smothers Wealth Management.